When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It is always game day in Cleveland brought to you locally by Bryant and Smiley One, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling system. All right, uh, Daryl, I, I want to play a little game with you. Okay, and here's the game. Ooh, I no. like games. Yeah, not this Monday, but next Monday after the Steelers game. Oh, after the, Browns, after the Steelers game. Okay. After the Steelers game. So uh, right. yeah, it depends on when you're watching this or listening. So that will be uh, November 20th. November 20th, or as I like to say, five days before Bernie's birthday. The uh, by the way, we're recording this on the anniversary of the day that Bernie was released from Bill Belichick. Uh, Some pretty cool stuff on Instagram about it. We, we and they had the newspaper. I was like, oh, that was so this that was is, interesting. This, um, is, this is National Diminishing Skills Day. Is that what this yeah, is? Yeah. So uh Phelps told me good story. I don't know if he told me on air, so I don't know if I should do it, but I, apparently share it. <laughs> what? Yeah, go ahead and share it. Why not? Yeah, it, it, there's nothing dirty or anything about it. He just said. When Bernie found out he was gone, he w- wrote on one of the polls in Berea in the locker room um, to his teammates, you guys are the greatest or something. Something he wrote like, you, you, best wishes, good luck to all of you, my friends in the locker room, Bernie Kosar, right? And apparently Bill had that thing down in like less than three hours, already painted. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the game we're going to play. Ready? This is after the Steelers game. Right, the so- Browns will be A, 5 and 5, uh B, 6 and 4, or C, 7 and 3. Uh I'm going to go B. Uh, they'll be 6 and 4. They're going to split. They're going to lose to the Ravens but beat the Steelers. And you feel good about that? I feel very good about that. Take right. it to the bank. Uh let me check our our uh prize board here. Should that come out, you'll win a bag of nothing. Congratulations. Okay. Excellent. A big bag of nothing. So good for you. I'm very I'm proud of you. I'm getting a big bag of nothing, so it's okay. I'm I'm the league leader in getting the bags of nothing. First place. You Super will get Bowl nothing champions. and you will like it. Oh, Spalding, come on. Uh, I, I tend to want to agree with you that I think they'll be six and four after that Pittsburgh game. There is a crazy part of me that has a weird feeling about Sunday's game that is still optimistic and maybe not as tainted as yours because you've been in Berea today. Well, it's just, I'm looking at it practically here. I'm not rooting against them or anything, but I'm just looking at the the practical situation. The condition of the offensive line going against that defensive front right now is not very good. And if you're looking and, you know, 
for as many times as Kevin Stefanski said, as he worked around all the questions about what they're going to do at left tackle and right tackle and all that, like for as many options as they say, they might be sorting through. Um, I think that the fact that Dewan, like if Dewan was able to practice on Wednesday, right. And you worked him at left tackle. I I'd probably feel a little bit better because, okay, he got, he's getting three days of reps at left tackle. Right. And right. whereas now the most he's going to get is two. And I just feel like full speed reps matter. That that that's my whole point, right? And right. And, so, and the other the other thing too is is you you may be better off leaving Dewan Jones now at right tackle, even if you want to move him to the left side. And I'm not saying the Browns do, but we're just. Do you think? Don't you don't you feel like Darryl, that's his future Darryl. though, Daryl? Do you think that's his future? It should be, but okay. I mean, you take know, an off season to figure it out, right? That's what you're saying. Andrew Barry loves him some Jedrick Wills though. So maybe he could love Jed on the other side. Well, I, I mean, maybe uh, Jed would like to be Jed on the other side. Well, my, we're going to find out next off season if they extend Jed Wills, because, right. you know, he's got that, that final year of the rookie deal that got, you know, that option that got picked up and it's fully guaranteed and all that. But that that's, I think when we're going to find out if, uh, how much Andrew Berry relives Jed is if they give him a contract extension. But um, I, my point is, I think they're better off just leaving the line the same this week. Right. Put Dewan, keep Dewan on the right side. Have J, have James Hudson over at left tackle because you don't have enough time to work Dewan over there. And then maybe next week for the Steelers game, make that switch up and and have that going forward. But I I, I mean, I, there's just I just yeah I just I don't have a good feeling about that that line and you know. The good news is Deshaun has the ability to run. He's very mobile, right? Right. And he's probably going to have to do a lot of that on uh, – Yeah, that scares me because that means there's an opportunity for Deshaun to not take care of the football, and when they don't take care of the football, they turn the ball over. Or or, or not take care of himself because he's taking risks. True. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, you took the – I mean, that, that those, those are the – you know, that's the number one thought in my head when I, I look at this game, like the, the, the most important thing that has to happen Sunday for the Browns, no turnovers. They cannot turn the ball over. The Ravens are very good at creating turnovers and the Ravens defense is very good at scoring off of turnovers. Okay. Uh, so they have to, they have to take care of the ball uh, this, this weekend, because if they don't, I mean, we saw what happened in that first game. You give Lamar Jackson a short field, and he will burn your ass every time. That's just what Lamar Jackson does. Um, you know, the other part of this with the Deshaun conversation that we were having in the last segment, Andy, look, mm-hmm. uh, the I would say the unfiltered, no context, no uh, allowing for understanding of any situation, right, is – this is a this is why the Browns gave up six draft picks and paid him $230 million to go to Baltimore and win this game, to outplay Lamar Jackson, right? But right. he's not a hundred percent. He's he's playing through this rotator cuff injury. Uh and you know, came out last week okay in his return. Good to see. But I mean, yeah, I mean, the unvarnished truth is this, this is why the Browns went and got Deshaun for these type of games. I absolutely totally agree with you. Like, I don't, you know, even if he's hurt, even if there's a situation going on right now, 
This is why you traded for Deshaun. This is Deshaun Watson's game on Sunday. You want to say that you've reached the next level. You want to say that you have a franchise quarterback. You want to say that he was worth every pick they traded and every dollar you spent. It doesn't matter what's happened to him in the past. He can change every mind this week if he goes out and beats Baltimore and has a Hercule. I don't even know that he has to be Hercules out there. He just has to be efficient this week. Don't turn the ball over. Don't do anything stupid, right? If guys catch balls and he can move the team down the field, I think the defense can do enough to help him if he just has a good game. That's where it's all got to start. Now, they might not be able to overcome Baltimore because they're better, but, man, it all starts with that. Well, and the other thing, too, is let's let's be honest about it. The Browns have done um, a good job containing Lamar Jackson over the years. The, yeah. The, the, the problem is that the Browns don't win the games, right? I mean, they're, they're competitive. So Baltimore, I'm trying to remember who said this, Daryl, and I'm not trying to cut you off. Somebody from Baltimore that it was um, uh, uh, Jamal Lewis, I think, was the one that said it after he had come over to the Browns. He said, when I played in Baltimore, we just knew we had to show up. Uh, essentially, I'm paraphrasing what he said. Right. We would show up. All we had to do was play football. And at the end of the day, we knew the Browns would do something wrong that we would capitalize and win the game. And he yep. was right every time. I mean, the Ravens. Okay, so the Ravens, I, I had to look it up because I want to make sure my numbers were accurate. Uh, right. 13 and 36. That's what the Browns are against the Ravens. Lamar Jackson uh, in um, 10 games against the Browns, he's got 13 touchdowns, six interceptions, a quarterback rating of 100. And he's throwing for 1590 yards, right? Right. So now you you average that out. I mean, you're if you're able to hold him, Andy, to 159, 160 yards a game passing, right? And you're able to hold him to around a touchdown per game. Two, maybe one, two. Yep. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that that's pretty good. Now. Where he has also hurt the Browns, though, is running the ball. Um, but when you talk about throwing, like, yeah, it's – I mean, they've done a good job of containing him. And uh, – but, again, they don't win the games. You know, let's set aside the 28-3 to loss, okay? For, okay. Because, again, the, the extenuating circumstance going – No, I just remember at the end of the last game, they put up these gaudy numbers he has against the state of Ohio between right. us and the Bengals. Right. So, <clears throat> uh, last uh, December 17th, Browns win 13-3. Remember, they lost in Baltimore. Uh, they, I think they create. I think it was the game they – Lamar threw four interceptions in that game, and the Browns still lost like 23-20. to Yep. Um, the Browns won – uh, 24-22 in December 2021. Uh, end of November 2021, they lose 16-10. Actually, no, I think that was the game because it was low scoring. I think that was the game that was the the four turnovers. But okay. uh, you know, uh, uh, December 14, 2020, that was the uh, Lamar Jackson had to use the bathroom game. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. 47-42. Yeah, so um, I'll use the bathroom. Then. Not yeah. Earlier that season, very non-competitive. The Ravens just absolutely opened a can on them, 38-6. to Same with uh, the second matchup in 2019, uh, 31-15. Uh, Browns then uh, – th- this is the game that I look at, 40-25. to That was really the only time in the expansion year in which the Browns just kicked the holy you-know-what out of the Ravens, and they did oh, it. Oh, I remember. 
anymore. Um, that was like one of Baker's greatest games, and it could not have gone better. But my point with reading off some of these scores, Andy, you know, they've been competitive. Like, they've lost 33-27, uh, 25-20. Um, they won a 33-30 game. Uh, you know, lost 23-21, uh, 14-6. Like, it's not like the Ravens have just absolutely blown the Browns out of the building every time these two teams play. The I, I think that the frustrating thing is when you quote look at this rivalry, and I use rivalry very loosely because it's basically a one-sided ass-kicking contest. Right. Uh, they're cl- like the Browns have been really, really competitive. The frustrating part is pff, they just can't win. Remember the kick six, right? Yes. Like, I, so it, it, it's been, that to me has been like the frustrating part of this matchup is the Browns have been close in so many of these games to beating the Ravens, and they've shown, hey, we belong on the same field as these guys, and they just haven't been able to win. And when I look at this game Sunday, they absolutely belong on the same field as Baltimore. I just kind of feel like the condition of the offensive line right now, not knowing who's available Sunday, right? And right. <clears throat> I have to give the advantage objectively to the Ravens. But I, I do feel like, and I'm with you, like I came into the week optimistic. I came into the week optimistic. Hey, Browns can go down there and, 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 and surprise everybody and beat these guys. I love what Wyatt Teller said on Wednesday. He said, these guys aren't 9-0. and Like they're they're not invincible. Now, no, and Lamar Jackson still makes mistakes. I mean, he, right. but you've got to capitalize on all of them. So right. we'll see you what know, happens, Daryl. Yeah, I mean, he said, they're, they, you know, they're a really good team. They're a damn good team. Uh, this isn't going to be easy. Not a cakewalk. But, hey, man, that's why we play the game. And that, you know, so um, I'm not going to – I'll be honest. I'm not going to pick the Browns to win, and I hope I'm wrong. Uh, we all do, Daryl. We all yeah, do. I, I, Thanks, Daryl. I think it's going to be, uh, I, I think it's going to be a nail biter. Save your fingernails for something. I said the same thing today. I agree with you. It's going to come down to the wire. Let's see if the Browns can take one at the wire. For our producer Meredith Kane, he is Daryl Ryder. Make sure you check us out at ninety-two three the fan all the time, and make sure you're reading Daryl's work at ninety-two three the fan dot com as well. Again, we thank Meredith and we thank you for listening on the Odyssey app and watching us on YouTube. It's always game day in Cleveland.